Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and their senior pastor is Pastor Oshabai Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. And before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen.
Hallelujah. You can come on in. That's an that's an invitation. You can, you can come on in, and and I'll go ahead and add to that if you want to. You can come on in if you want to now. I'm not going to make you. I ain't going to force you. I'm just asking you. Come on in if you want to. I like one part of that song when he said, I'm living to live again. Kind of reminds me of last week when we said we were born into sin to be born again. The reason for us being born, our purpose is to be born again. You can come on in if you want to. I'm glad I wanted to. I'm glad I'm in. I came on in, glory to God. Hallelujah. Been out there long enough. It was offered to me, and I came on in. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Philippians. Philippians. The second chapter. The second chapter. want to thank God for this weekend. This weekend is a a special weekend. Visited our son last night. This morning he was shipped off to, to his assignment in the Air Force. Glory to God. He's now a young man. I told him I'm now cut the string now. It's time for him to fly. My namesake. Norman Christopher Woodard the second. Love you, sir. God bless you. Pray God's favor anointing the blood of Jesus going sore well let's get on into the word amen Philippians the second chapter we're going to read verses 12 and 13 and it reads Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, 
work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I want to read it again. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The title of the message this morning is Work Out Your Own Salvation. Work Out Your Own Salvation. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you for charging your aims for being camped around about us, God. Protecting us, keeping us in their care, God. Fighting off all, all the fiery darts of the enemy. And Father, thank you for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, for waking us up with a sound mind, God. And Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come into your presence once again, to sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, God, to hear your heartbeat, to receive what you will have to say to us this morning, to equip us, to prepare us, to make us ready, to build us up, to encourage us, Father, to go out into this world and do what you called us to do. Thank you for your word, Father, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, God. Thank you for allowing him to go to the cross, Father, taking the sins of the world with him, God. And thank you, Father, for allowing him to die on the cross, conquering death, Father. And, Father, thank you for even allowing him to go to hell for us, God. But you didn't leave him there, Father. Because he was there on assignment to take the keys of hell from Satan. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power in his hands, God. And thank you, Father, for receiving him into heaven with this sinless, precious, conquering blood. And seating him on your right hand Now Father as we receive your word Help us to apply to our lives To make it personal God 
to go out and do what you called us to do. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Work out your own salvation. Work out that 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 term workout uh, a, a, a lot of us and I say us shy away from those two words As a matter of fact my wife she, she she didn't she didn't know the message this morning nor the title but she worked out this morning said she was getting up and going to get on the treadmill so she did some working out this morning. But we're going to look at these two words, work out. Work out your own salvation. Let's look at it in the Amplified Bible. Philippians, the second chapter. Verses 12 and 13 in the Amplified Bible. And it reads, Therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so now, not only with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, but much more because I am absent, work out, cultivate, Carry out to the goal and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. That's why I love the Amplified Bible because it, 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 it breaks it down to layman's terms. Verse 13 says, not in your own strength. Kind of take that, that, that fear away. Not in your own strength. For it is God all the while effectually at work in you energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Says, not in your own strength. Work out your own salvation, but not in your own strength. How is that possible? Let's look at look at some 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 definition. The word work. Work means the labor, task, or duty that is one's accustomed means of livelihood. The labor, task, or duty that is one's accustomed means of livelihood. So so work here is not a job, but it's a lifestyle, or, or I like to say 
a style of living. This this kind of work that 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 we're talking about. Work out your own salvation. It's it's, it's, it's talking about your 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 style of living, your 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 livelihood, your lifestyle. Work out. Work out means to bring about by labor and exertion. Now, now, automatically we, we think physically. But as, as we read, it said, not in your own strength. To bring about by labor and exertion, but not by your own strength. Workout means to develop. To develop means to expand by a process of growth. When 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 someone is is working out physically, they're 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 working their muscles and and their muscles are are expanding and and, and growing. But this is not talking about physically working out. It says to come into being gradually. That's what develop means, to come into being gradually, to unwrap or expose. I, I, I like these two. To develop means to unwrap or expose. And the last one is to make visible or manifest. To make visible or manifest. Now let's look at Philippians 2, 12, 13 in the message translation. Talking about work out your own salvation. And read, what I'm getting at, friend, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've done from the beginning. When I was living among you, this this is this is Paul speaking. Paul speaking to to the Philippians, the the church at Philippi. Says when I was living among you, you lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation, reverent and sensitive before God. That energy, that energy, what what energy? says, be energetic in your life of salvation. That energy is God's energy, an energy Deep within you. Deep within you. That's that's why you got to work it out. You're beginning to see it now. It's deep within you. God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. And, and, And see, this is what it's all about. 
when 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 we look at it in the King James version, it reads at at the end of verse thirteen. It says. For God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's what it's all about. God wants to be pleased in you. God wants to be pleased in you. So, when we look at it that way, it, it, it reminds me of, of Hebrews 11 chapter, verse 6. It says, God wants to be pleased in you. Hebrews 11 chapter verse 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's go back up to verse 5. Verse 5 says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. What a testimony. That that I, I can I can see that inscribed on his tombstone. That he pleased God. That's a lifestyle of working out your salvation. That he please God. That's what working out your salvation is. Pleasing God. Let's go to St. John. St. John the 6th chapter. Going to do a little little reading this morning. Will work out our reading abilities, Amen. Saint John the the sixth chapter, starting at verse twenty-two, talking about work out your own salvation. St. John 6, chapter, verse 22. 
And it reads, the day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that one wherein two his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. Howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. Now that 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 sounds good. They went looking for Jesus and didn't see him. So they went seeking him. Said they went seeking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. I want to read this one again. Verse 27. It says, labor not for the meat which perishes. Now, they're, they're, they're looking for Jesus because Jesus said, you, you're not looking for me because of the miracles you saw. You looking for me because you ate good. This 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 was, you know, after he had it said blessed, blessed the food and 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 they ate. He said, "You came looking for me because." You hungry physically. You want something to eat. But Jesus said, Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto salvation, unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Now, that word seal means that God has placed the gift of salvation in Jesus. God had placed the gift of salvation in Jesus, and, and, and it was sealed. Now remember the one of, one of the definitions for 
develop is to unwrap or expose, to make visible or manifest, work out, to, to bring about by labor and exertion. But Jesus said, labor not. Don't work out for the meat. The meat that perishes. But work out for everlasting life. Work out your own salvation. Verse 28 says, then said they unto him, what shall we do? that we might work the works of God. Still thinking physically, Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Sounds like faith. Without Faith is impossible to please him. And then, then it, it, it went on to say, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So, so Jesus says here, this is the work of God that ye believe on whom he hath sent. So you must first believe that he is. And, and, and then it says, and after you believe that he is, you must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But but not just seeking him for this physical bread, but seeking him for this spiritual bread, this, this, this bread called eternal life, this bread called salvation. See, Jesus, Jesus said over in, let's look at it in, 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 in Matthew. Matthew, the, the fourth chapter. Matthew, fourth chapter. Starting at verse one. And it reads, Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. He was, he was physically hungry because he had gone 40 days and 40 nights without eating. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Satan always attacks you where you're weak. I want to say that again. Satan always attacks you 
were you weak? So, wherever you're weak at, that's the area that you need to work out. Not physically, but spiritually. Work out your own salvation. The area where you know that you're weak at, that's what you should be working out. Daily. Just wanted to point that out. But He answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. This is the bread that we should be eating because it's it's, it's nourishment for our faith. Is nourishment for our spirit. It builds us up spiritually. It strengthens our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. So that's why we must work out our faith. Let's go back to St. John. St. John, 6th chapter, verse 30. They said, therefore, unto him, what sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? People who don't believe always want to see something. In order for them to believe. People who don't believe always want to see something in order for them to believe. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Show us so we can believe. Jesus told Thomas this. Who's, who's, who's known as Doubting Thomas. He said, Thomas, you, you believe I am Jesus. This, this is after the resurrection. He said, you believe that I am Jesus because you physically touched the whole In my hands and in my side The holes The 
where where the nails pierced, where the where the the the, the, the sword was pierced in his side. He said, "You believe because you physically seen me." But he said, "Blessed are those who believe and have not seen me." Glory to God. I dare you to say I'm blessed. Because I don't know about you, but I haven't seen him. But I sure believe. I believe that he suffered and died on that cross. I believe that he went to hell for me. I believe that he rose from the grave. And I believe that he's seated in heaven on the right side of God. And I believe that he's coming back. Glory to God. And I haven't seen anything. Jesus said, blessed are those who believe and haven't seen. So they said, show us. Say, that we may see and believe. What does thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. They're, they're still stuck on food physically. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven. But my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. The bread that Moses gave them was called manna. That was physical food for their physical bodies. But Jesus said, that wasn't bread from heaven. He said, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. See, we, 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 we have to read the word of God carefully because small words can mean so much. It says, for the, for the bread of God is he. They didn't even catch that. Said, the bread of God is he. And he, he he could have stopped right there. But he said, the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. They, 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 they still don't understand what he's saying because they're looking physically. And Jesus said unto them, 
am the bread of life. Let, let me explain this to you so you can understand. I am he that came down from heaven. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Now, now, now they, they approached him saying, show us, give us a sign that we may see and believe thee. And, and, and so Jesus just told them, said, but I said unto you that ye also have seen me. And believe not. You've seen the bread. And believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. You can come on in if you want to. And him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he had given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. That's the resurrection. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So 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 this this is part of the work. This is the will of him that sent me that everyone would see the son and believe it on him may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured and, at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? Still in the physical. Jesus is trying to get them to understand that this, what he's offering, in order for it to be received, in order for it to be believed, in order for it to be accepted, you must have faith. You must have faith because 
this mindset, this this understanding is spiritually, it's not physical. We're, we're, we're in this physical body, but we're spirit. So we're not supposed to live in the natural sense. Because the the physical body is not us. Who we are as it as it as it said is is deep within. And that's spiritual. So so that's why we must work that out. But in a spiritual sense, not the physical. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. Thank you, Father, for drawing me. Hallelujah. And I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, Save he which is of God, he hath seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. Just as simple as that. He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. Then he said, I am that bread of life. He's, he's, he's literally telling them who he is. He's, 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 he's revealing himself to them. He's, he's ex- exposing himself. He's unwrapping himself. He, he, he's making it visible to them. says, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. Jesus said, basically, I'm who you're hungry for. I'm who you need in order to sustain your life in, 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 in order to, to, to give you this eternal life. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, 
he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Now to them, he's crossed the line. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Still thinking physically. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Now, y'all reminded me that the bread that they ate in the wilderness came from heaven. That manna. But they still die. That bread is not what they needed in order to live eternally. He, he's still trying to explain to them eternal life, salvation. But they're still thinking physically. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? It says that many of his disciples, you know, when we think of, 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 of Jesus' disciples, we normally think of the 12, well, 11 not counting Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. But it was more than the 12. The 12 are, are, are the original ones, the, the, the ones that he 
chose first. But this says, many, therefore, of his disciples, when they heard this said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Now, these disciples have been with Jesus, seen the miracles, heard his teachings, been in his presence, and they still couldn't receive what he was saying. have to work out on salvation. Let's drop down to verse 64. It says, but there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Can you you imagine that? These disciples who have been with him day in and day out. He's trying to explain to them why he's here. He's offering them the gift of salvation. He's offering them eternal life. But they still couldn't receive it. Said, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Now now he's addressing the twelve. Since they left, will you also leave? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. See, Simon believed. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the son of the living God. Peter said, Jesus, we believe. And we receive it. We're going to work out our own salvation. We're going to do this work of presenting you to the world. We're going to do this work of exposing you to the world, of unwrapping you to the world. Of, of, of making you visible, of manifesting you to the world. 
So doing the work of God, working out your own salvation, is living the life. Living the life of salvation. Because he said it is it is it is him that's doing the work. He's working it out through us. He's the one who's revealing, who's exposing, who's manifesting, who's making visible through us, through our life, through how we live. This is personal. We must work out our own salvation by allowing God to reveal his son Jesus through us. And we unwrap that guilt by eating the bread of life, the word of God. Study to show ourselves approved unto God, a worker that be not ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth. And Joshua said, this law, this word, shall I meditate day and night. That's how we work out our own salvation. We work out our own salvation by meditating, studying, preparing, rightly dividing the word of God. So that we can present it to the world that the gift of salvation may be revealed, may be manifested, may be exposed, may be unwrapped, may be made visible. Work out your own salvation. At the words of a song that the Lord gave me, let the life that I live speak for me. It's for your glory, God. 
for your glory. Work out your own salvation. Father, thank you. Thank you for reminding us of what our purpose is, of what our assignment is, of what our duty is. To work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. But not by our own strength. But it was by your strength, Father. We decrease that you may increase. Manifest your son, Jesus, your gift of salvation, the bread of life through us. Use us for your glory, God. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Work out your own salvation. Not physically, spiritually. Develop growth. Unwrap, expose, make visible, and manifest Jesus. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministry with Brother Norman Wooden. Love you.